102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536. And the cars are back. Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. I think the queen is finally laid to rest. I, I, I think it's over. I don't know. Well, I don't think I don't, she's, she's coming back. Yeah. I saw her out in a speedboat, and they were making her water ski and everything. I think she's still alive. Weekend, maybe file footage. Weekend at the Queens? I believe it was uh, Jonathan Silverman and uh, <laughs> Andrew McCarthy. Now, that would be a, yeah. a great twist, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, man, what a show today. Yeah. Where? Which one? This one, allegedly. I booked this guest. Did you read up about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, only a little bit. I told the guy, I said, I don't know nothing about no Assassin's Creed, but apparently it's some big giant video game that everybody plays. Isn't that the guy that played that uh, fought against Rocky and Rocky 1 and 2? No, that's Apollo. It was Apollo's Creed. Ah, that's yeah. that's where I'm confused. Different, different person. Okay. Uh, and I told the publicist, I said, I don't know nothing about no Assassin's Creed, and I'm going to make it. Very well known that I don't know anything about this. Well, you're, you're looking at two other guys that don't know anything about it either. No, no, yeah. no you're wrong. I do know something about of this. Of course a, you do. I have a, no, an, yeah. a personal family story to tell about this. Well, okay. there you go. Well, see, see, now we have right. an interview. Oh, now we have <laughs> an interview. Perfect. I'll tell you what, Steve and I will walk out the room while you cover it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. but it's not going to take that long to tell my story. Well, this interview probably won't take more than five minutes. <laughs> it's 538, but thanks, <laughs> Stephen. Hey, Rock, what do? New England. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.50 and U2 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. So, I don't know about you guys, but we're supposed to get some heavy rains yesterday. Maybe, like, evening, six or seven where I was. Uh, I don't know about you guys. About the same. It came yeah. down very, very hard, but I heard that the, some places had some uh, some damage, so be careful out there. Yeah, it was fact, raining it, kittens and poodles. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Where? yeah. It, it, it was a weird, Scott Haney reference. I, I was going to say, weird things happen out in Huntington, obviously, but... Um, speaking about the damage backs, we will have a story in the news about uh, some communities where you can't travel the roads anymore. I think um, Brimfield in particular. Uh, but today, uh, you're going to have about uh, 75 for the high and probably some more rain coming, about a 50% chance in the afternoon. You don't need to go to Brimfield anyway. <laughs> there's, there's nothing there for you to see. Right. They've cleared out the sides of the road already. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. And if you have storm damage affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, here's a little interesting uh, interesting story. An Instagram model named Summer Stroh posted a TikTok where she claimed she had a year-long affair with Adam Levine. Then a few months after they broke it off, he hit her up and said this. Okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Hmm. Adam and his wife, Bahati Prinsloo, have been married since 2014. It was just revealed earlier this month that they're expecting their third child. Sumner claims she did not come forward for publicity, but because a friend thought she uh, could trust, uh, thought she could trust, was just trying to sell the story to a tabloid. So much for trusting a friend. Yeah, well, uh, you kind of came public when you told somebody else. Isn't that when is becoming what is uh, becoming public mean? Coming becoming public tells one person. Uh, yeah, as soon as yeah. you break that code of silence, then it's out there. So this guy is uh, he's got three kids on his third kid with this this hot model that he's married to. Mm-hmm. 
bangs this other one, right? Allegedly, and says, uh, "Hey, I want to, uh, I want to name my baby after you." How do you think his wife feels about that one? I don't think she's very happy. Can you imagine uh, the dinner table that night? So, heard you've been looking up baby names, hmm? <laughs> sure, you want to do a season, maybe spring or winter, or something that rhymes with summer. You know, uh, it's a tangled web, isn't it? Yeah. Well, hey. But you're you're Adam Levine for crying out loud. I mean, I I am. When you're har- that good looking, can you can you just can you just keep it to one person? I don't know. People like that kind of amuse me. It's like, listen, dude, you're that good looking. You can get a chick like anywhere you want to. Why get married? Why bother doing that? You could just have illegitimate. If you want children, you can have illegitimate children all over the world. Well, I'm sure they'll eventually learn how to read. Yeah, well, huh, that's not his problem. I think uh, that's a different word. You know, he's just laying the Maroon 5, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're mm-hmm. saying. The Masked Singer Season 8 premieres tomorrow, so Fox released images of this year's costumes. They include a fortune teller machine, a pink dragon dressed as a bride, and a trio of mummies. Wow. Hmm. Something I really want to go see right now. They sure know how to sell a show. I haven't seen a single episode of The Masked Singer. You know, I, I, I don't uh, feel bad about it. I have watched an episode, and you know what I learned? Hmm. It's stupid. How could you I, say I mean, that? I, 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 it's not that hard to say. It's stupid. So I, 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 I feel vindicated. I don't. You're missing think, nothing. Exactly. You can get on with your life Great. and not feel as if you've ever lost a thing. Thank you. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth refuses to be on Celebrity Family Feud again after she gave an embarrassing answer that went viral last month. In case you missed it, when Steve Harvey asked her to name a woman's favorite part of a man to kiss after the lips, she said, quote, rhymes with heinous. Mm, really? Yeah. What word would that be? Uh, Janus? Uh, Banus? You would think she'd pick uh, rhymes with... Lamus? Kajina first, rather than... Well, it's on a man's body. Ah. Yeah. I don't, oh, know, okay. what, I don't oh. know what you're... I don't know what's <laughs> happening in your, your neck of the woods. Yeah, gotcha. Bo- Bovary? <laughs> Celeste? <laughs> During yesterday's Jennifer Hudson show, Kristen said, quote, Why couldn't I have just... Why couldn't I have said cheek, arm, forehead? Mm. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That I said... What I said, I will never do it again or be on Family Feud ever again. Yeah. If you ever actually meet her, the first thing you should do is not kiss her on the mouth, but maybe give her an Altoid instead. Mm. Yeah. They showed, they've showed. showed it four times. Uh, I was at the mall the other day, and a lady came up to me and said, you said rhymes with heinous? And people are giving her guff for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're famous. That's good. That's a good Famous. Thing. That's the word. Yeah, famous. Yes. yes famous. Thank you. Because they're right in the famous. That's what I. That's what I should have said. But uh, any of those game shows, when everybody, when you're watching those things and you're like, oh man, I could have done way better than that guy. When you're not a TV person and you're just some regular Joe off the street and you just happen to be picked to be on this game show, yeah, your brain and nerves are all over the place. And, and, well, and even though she's in. in- Used to being in front of an audience. Yeah. She's not used to being in front of Steve Harvey. Even the pe- And he can make you nervous, too. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, yeah, with all his uh, his things that he says. Um, <laughs> what does he do? I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, but, yeah, like, you, you know, even even the people who, like, fail miserably on Jeopardy, I still have respect for them because they made it to that round. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you don't 
you don't necess- you're not necessarily stupid because you did poorly on Jeopardy. No. It was just the way that the game was played. You'll find an idiot on, say, like uh, The Price is Right. Yeah. Very easy to be an idiot on that show. Or Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Exactly. You could be mm-hmm. an idiot there, too. Although, mm-hmm. I, I would guess there's probably a, there's probably a quiz you got to take to be on that show, too. I, I think they're just looking f- for more for personality. Outgoing natures. I don't know. I don't You've think they really care. I don't think, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they really care how smart you are. It's just can you scream a lot. Uh, Stanley Tucci tried to kill a guy once. Hmm. I knew there was something wrong about him. With his bare hands? Uh, and he think I don't know, he, he thinks we all have that ability in us if the circumstances are right. He says, quote, you can murder in self-defense. If somebody's trying to hurt your child, you'd kill them without a thought. Sure. I'll give you an example. 30 years ago, I was in Paris with my late wife, and in the middle of the night, this guy appeared on our first floor hotel room windowsill. My wife screamed, jumped out of, I jumped out of bed naked. I tried to push off him off by closing the window. I looked down, wanting to see him dead, but there was nobody there. He had gotten away. The reason I tell you this ridiculous story is that my reptilian brain took over and said, kill him before he kills you. So there you go. You have that? the ability to kill somebody. It's kind of like that movie with uh, Sally Field, was it? Eye for an eye? Did I suddenly know you ever, ever uh, saw that? Yeah, where she she goes after the person that <laughs> killed her daughter. You uh, you uh, you have this like Rolodex of movies uh, that you've seen. You're surprised to have no life? Come on. Well, I, well, I, I don't I, have I, a life you, either. No. Bax doesn't really have much of a much of a thing. I no, I got nothing. Never seen that. No. Mariah Carey recorded an alternative rock album in the 90s, but her label won't release it. It only came out after someone else re-recorded the vocals, but Mariah says she's going to release her version of it soon, too. Hmm. Oh, wow. I can't wait to hear (laughs) Mariah Carey doing live. Yeah, that'll be great. Or uh, who was the other one? Uh, Gin Blossoms. mm -hmm. Maybe maybe she'll have the same result the Gin Blossoms did. (laughs) And that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, as a ticket-paying fan, there are some things that I am entitled to and some things that I am not. With a ticket, I'm allowed to sit quietly and enjoy the game. I'm also free to move around to various concession areas to purchase overpriced drinks and food items. What I am not entitled to is to physically strike other people, including athletes on the field, no matter how much I feel they need a spanking. Oh, sure, I've had my share of temptations, but at the end of the day, I allow my calm and collected manner to preside over physical violence by using my keen sense of impulse control. The same cannot be said of one fan this weekend in Las Vegas who's being investigated for allegedly smacking Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray across the face with an open hand. Now, I watched this video no less than 600 times in the last 24 hours. Personally, I'm not exactly sure that this unidentified fan is slapping Kyler Murray out of anger or whether he's slapping Kyler Murray as a congratulatory uh, thing for beating the Las Vegas Raiders 29-23 in overtime. All I can tell you is somebody has filed battery charges against this one guy, and while Kyler Murray is a big, strong fella who could obviously take a slap to the face, no arrests have been made so far. Nor has anyone publicly identified the suspect in question. All I know is there are some who are calling for an arrest and for this particular fan to be banned from attending NFL games in the future. Now, I suppose that would be a reasonable outcome. After all, attending a football game isn't a guaranteed right. It's a privilege. 
And at the moment you decide to take liberties with your fist and start wailing on people, that's the moment when that privilege can be and should be taken away from you. Again, it would be hypocritical of me to say that I've never wanted to punch an opposing player or a referee or Jerry Jones or any number of people. I prefer to take the high road instead, not just because it's the right thing to do, but I'm also not a fan of someone punching me back. And in the end, that might be the only thing that prevents me from acting upon all of my many ticket-buying frustrations. I guess I'm just not a big fan of either retaliation or consequences, and I'm really okay with that. But hey, and if my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, you know, I'm looking at the Ego Battery Power Leaf Blower. It's only 180 bucks at Rocky's. I'm looking at the Rocky's website, but you can take a look at the Rocky's app or pick up the flyer in the store. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612 and Queen with Max, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Yeah, mid-70s for the highs today and clouds this morning giving way to possible rain this afternoon, not as heavy as we had last night. Uh, you know what I'm going to do for lunch today? What? I'm going to go up and get myself a nice hot dog. Yeah? You where? know where I'm going to get that? Uh, no. Where are you going to go, Steve? Nick's Nest in Holyoke. How did I know you, you know were going to say that? Because it's open, and it's been open for many, many years, and it continues to remain open. As a matter of fact, we have gift certificates available on our website at the Save 30 store at rock102.com. Nice. Well, there you go. I've never been, so I'll go, too. It's delicious. All right. Uh, I have other plans, but it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not because I don't want to go to Nick's Nest. It's just I've got other lunch plans today that I cannot, uh, I yep. cannot break. I'll save you one, and I'll bring it for you tomorrow for breakfast. I'll take it. All right. I'll take it. Get me two. I will get, get you Get two. me two, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pack those down tomorrow. Listen, uh, I don't know what the, what the people thought they heard or whatever, but yesterday the folks at Nick's Nest in, uh, in Holyoke uh, posted something on Facebook. It said, good morning. We want to clear up a rumor that has been circulating. Several customers have asked us over the last week if we are closing, retiring, because they heard we, are, uh, we were in an interview that took place at Rock 102. We don't know why this was said, and there is absolutely no truth to it. We aren't going anywhere, uh, Holyoke. So, uh, you know, we were alerted to this yesterday, and we were trying to think, figure out. What are we talking about here? W- what are we talking about here? Yeah. I don't remember at all. You may not even have been here. This may have been while, while you were away, and we're not exactly sure how this even came up. I think it had something to do with the fact that the, the, the White Hut had plans of right. moving into Holyoke, and, and I don't know where it came from or or whatever but there may have been a suggestion that nick's nest was closing hmm. and i believe i and that's si- not true it's not true and and i believe i said on the air they are well here's the like, thing like it, 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 that would be something that i think everybody would know about here, and i and i knew nothing about that here here's the thing and this happens quite often here it's not that we said anything horrible about any particular place but this is like the telephone game. You remember that telephone game sure. you used to play in your uh, your college class or your, yes. uh, I'm sorry, your elementary school class yes. where you, somebody starts out with a fact and then you tell the next person and then they whisper it into the ear of the other one. And then by the time, hopefully at the end of the telephone game, the information that was passed on for the front from the first very factual line is the same factual line at the end, mm. and that's usually never the case. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what happens in this business. Yeah. We, we did- say something. We might say something. We might have said something about next Nick's nest or whatever. 
but it had nothing negative uh, attached to it. Yeah. I don't know. I th- This is the other thing. We talk so much that it's hard for us to remember what we said from one day to another. Mm-hmm. So we went. And, so you went back and listened to uh, the I, tape of the I show. I went back and listened to like a whole week's worth of shows trying to figure out when this timeline of when, you know, they're saying that people heard this. Again, this also could be one of those situations where somebody heard something, took it as their own, and passed it off as information uh, that we said right. when we might not have said that. Right. And, and I don't... I don't think I would ever say something like that without having any factual backup information to go along with that. So I, uh, so, so what I said was uh, on this uh, Facebook post because you know they the, the the thing was that they were here in an interview which they have not been and uh, that we said they were closing which none of us can fully recall. And what I wrote is I don't recall where this info came from or even how it came up. I, uh, I, I, I questioned it at the time because I remember something being said, but I questioned whether or not that information was true. I said, we will rectify this Tuesday morning. Sorry if there's any confusion or misunderstanding. So basically what I'm, what I'm telling you is we can't find the, uh, the, the offending conversation anywhere. And if it happened, uh, you know, we do apologize for it. I vaguely recall being surprised by the inf- information Purely because when something like that happens, a business, you know, a long time established iconic business closes, we usually find out about it. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't necessarily go out there and try to, you know, start rumors or, you know, say things that we don't know are true. So uh, if if uh, the folks at Nick's Nest uh, are upset about it and it sounds like they are, we apologize for that because we certainly don't want to uh, Certainly don't want to uh, you know make things difficult for any local business. Yeah. No, and I get uh, when I do the news, I get the you know source right from whatever other local news outfits we look at to produce our news, and I never saw anything like that. Well, Dave, so, it's not always about you. I know. I Sometimes know. But it's about I, us. I was, <laughs> well, I was going to say, you guys, being you know local heroes for years and years, would know about it even before uh, okay. the local uh, news right. outlets yeah, get yeah, right. the easy story. That hero hero is a big word. Well, there. hey, Steve, you helped foil a robbery. I don't know. You always talk about that. Well, I did uh, <laughs> stop ISIS from robbing. There you go. See? See, this is what I'm talking about. That story is just a blown-up story. Right? That's that's exactly what we do here. Wait, We're wait, entertainers. Wait. It is. It, we, we that was known from day one. I don't know, Steve. I mean, when you were talking about those bullets bouncing off your Listen, chest like that, I, I thought I, I thought that I, was a real and deal. I've said this before. Had I had known the Cumberland Farms was being robbed before I walked in there, I would have never have went in there. <laughs> right. I might have called the police, <laughs> but I got thrown into a situation. But but mm-hmm. this is what I'm talking about. You know, we say things sometimes, and people only retain a little bit of that information. Right. And when they take that information, they say, "Oh my god." They said that Nick's Nest is closing, and then they go and tell somebody, and they're like, "Guess what? Yeah. Guess what? These guys said on the radio this morning." So that does happen all the time when someone you know thinks they hear something because you know not everybody's like you know hanging on every word we talk about. Um, they think they hear something, and it gets blown up into something that that was either not true or something that w- wind up being like a like a mm-hmm. like a small part of a conversation. That eventually gets down to the owner of a company who said, did you hear what they said about you yesterday? Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is that was never actually what was said. But either way, we're in support of every local business. We're not we're not trying to, you know, make things difficult for anybody. If it if no, not even that one. (laughs) But if it but if it does happen, you know, just know it was not 
anything intentional. Yeah. And even if we were, and if we did say something that was uh, untrue, we apologize for that. Yeah, you see it all the time uh, on Facebook too, where people latch onto something and then it becomes fact when it indeed is not. Well, I say things go around the world three times before it's proven uh, untrue. Mm. And um, you know, yeah. When you initially said that you played that telephone game back in college, and then you corrected yourself to say elementary. Yeah, we, we did play it in college. You know, Wesleyan has this great reputation as being a fine institution. Mm-hmm. We did lots of stupid stuff at Wesleyan. That's every college. I know, right? Yeah. Um, by the way, you can get the uh, the famous hot dog at Nick's Nest with uh, you can get chili, cheese, sauerkraut, jalapenos, <clears throat> bacon, mac and cheese. That does sound pretty Bacon good. Bacon mac and cheese on a hot dog, yeah, that just, sounds pretty yeah, good. That's, that's the one I want you, you to you bring. You can get a side of the mac and cheese. Cheese curds. The deep, the deep cheese, fried ones? I haven't had cheese curds in a long time. Those are really, really good. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you bring them back, I want the, the macaroni and bacon uh, hot yeah, dog. Yeah, Two I'll of take them. some of that, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I can buy them, but I don't know. Oh, you want me any- to reimburse you? Well, I mean, there would be, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how much, uh, you know, there's no prices on here, but I'm sure that, uh, you know, it's uh, oh, let me look on not my computer. expensive, but it would be uh, still a dollar is a dollar, Bex. Well, well, let me look up on my computer. Oh, that's right. My computer crapped the uh, bed today. Why don't we just start a GoFundMe page to buy us breakfast at uh, Nick's Nest? People could buy us breakfast that What way. time do they open? Uh, let's see. Let's I have that information right here. They open at 11 a.m. Mm. 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 Yeah. Well, we can still go to 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. They're open Monday through uh, Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, terrific. Which means and, they're open seven days a week, isn't it? Uh, yes. When yes, you're open are. Monday through Sunday. <laughs> That's seven days a week. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. That's 11, to, 11 to 8. All right. It's uh, 621 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. OMG Inc. is a... Rock 102 with back Steve and David, the Black Crows. They're playing overseas right now. In fact, this Saturday playing in Manchester, England, perhaps paying their respects to the late queen during that performance. Uh, Today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. How formal you are all of a sudden. Well, that's that's about to change. Today I Learned that Daniel David from Sutherland (laughs) is now back in the room. I knew, was, I knew it was going to change. You called it. I know. One of the strongest days of the week. I don't know. One of the strongest days of the week. Saturday and Sunday, because all the others are weekdays. Weekdays, yeah. Yes, I understand. How do you stop a bull from charging? I don't know. How do you stop a bull from charging? Yeah, cancel its credit card. Yeah. Charging. What kind of bull has a credit card anyway? I don't know. You know, I dreamt last night that I was a muffler. A muffler? I woke up exhausted. Yeah! Oh, yeah. What's coming up in the news, Slappy? West Springfield Mayor Will Reichelt, all upset about a train at the Big E. We'll get to I it love next. trains! <laughs> As a. 631 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. As promised to dad joke David from Sunderland, uh, West Springfield Mayor Will Reichelt apparently all upset about the railroad crossing on Front Street at the Big E. People writing into the West Springfield Community Forum on Facebook that uh, this particular train intersection slows down their progress to getting to and from the Big E. 
One person posted, quote, CSX stopped right at the Big E, held hostage as River Road is bumper to bumper. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Reichelt is trying to work on a solution for this. He's met with engineers to come up with a proposal to apply for a federal grant through the infrastructure bill, hoping to build a flyover on the west side of the tracks that would connect people to the Big E. I mean, that may take a decade or more. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not some easy project to do. You're not going to finish that by the weekend. Uh, haven't worked for these uh, these fine folks at the uh, the CSX railroad, mm-hmm. right? That's um, right. It, 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 listen, the railroads were there long before many of these neighborhoods and mm-hmm. and, and and you know roads were. You know the roads were built after the railroad tracks were built right through. Oh yeah. Uh, you're not going to be able to stop that from happening. That's just the way things are. When the train is the train, these trains can be up to over a mile long. And when they pull into the station, they got no place to go, so they have to sit on the tracks. Well, you know, Steve, uh, that's all very well and good. But if I've got a if I got a notion for a baked potato, mm-hmm. I don't care about your damn excuses about where you're parking your well, train. I got to get over there and get you- in line for four or five hours so I can have myself a baked potato because yeah. there's a, no other time in the entire year where I can have one. Do you want uh, Do you want to enjoy all the things that you enjoy in your life that uh, you uh, go pick up at the store after you've enjoyed that uh, that biggie baked potato? Because that's the things that are on the trains. Supply and demand. All of that stuff is for part of the supply chain. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's commodities being shipped left and right. Why do you have to use solid logic? Well, because I understand that people get upset that the train is blocking their way to get through, but it's been like that for years. Have you not figured out a different way to go? No. Well, you know that. <laughs> uh, by the way, no train tracks to slow you down. In your progress toward Nick's Nest, if you want to go get a hot dog there, right? There's no train going in the area there to slow you down, right? Just the uh, the tummy train from Steve Nagel, who's going to go shove uh, eight slider hot dogs into his mouth later on. we got today. Betsy Ross over here trying to stitch things together all <laughs> oh, over the yeah. place. Hey, there's another traffic situation to apprise you of. Shampoo Road in Brimfield has been closed after a tree fell across the street, taking wires down with it. According to Brimfield Police, National Grid is responding. Police saying it's an issue in surrounding towns near Brimfield as well. Motorists advised to avoid the area and seek alternative routes. All right. Well, I mean, uh, you're in Brimfield. I think there's only one working road there anyway, isn't there? I think so. One, one, maybe Maybe two or three, but not much more than that. Uh, So we had the 30th annual Springfield Puerto Rican parade over the weekend. And then we had the horrible situation with Hurricane Fiona striking the island of Puerto Rico. And now Western Mass is helping out. According to Representative Carlos Gonzalez of Springfield, it's still raining and the wind is heavy and transportation on the island is very difficult. Bridges and roads are washed out. This kind of echoes... All the problems with Hurricane Maria back in 2017. And as for the help that's going on, volunteers from the Community Emergency Response Team in Holyoke gathering to assemble things like batteries, pancake mix, baby supplies, toiletries, and more to be sent to Puerto Rico. You know, not for nothing. Um, Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. Mm Mm-hmm. Does anyone get the sense that the infrastructure that we've maybe helped built uh, in Puerto Rico is painfully inadequate and that maybe we should invest money in making sure these things don't happen in Puerto Rico so that they're better prepared for disasters? 
Good points. I mean, between the hurricane and now this, uh, it, you know, I mean, they're a U.S. territory. We we probably should be doing more to help them out so that their power grid is still up. They can you know survive you know bigger storms. I mean, it just seems like we are really not doing our job over there. All right. In the meantime. Perhaps accepting the help of Western Mass will help a little bit. The Greater Holyoke Chamber of Commerce is going to accept monetary donations through this address, Venmo at Grow Holyoke. So if you want to donate some help, you can do it that way. Also, Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno is meeting today with New North Citizens Council Program Director Rosa Espinosa, also Ward 1 City Councilor Maria Perez, and the staff. And they're going to try and put together an outreach assistance program for the folks of Puerto Rico. Well, good. Yeah. Meantime, Mayor Sarno's not going to like these flying bicycles that can go 62 miles per hour. They just debuted at the North American Auto Show in Detroit. I know he has a problem with the, the dirt bikes. He could have a problem with these hover bikes as well, especially if they catch on here in the U.S. These hover bikes are called X-Turismos. And the cost for one of these? 777000 $100,000. Well, yeah, bikes are not cheap, especially ones that can go that fast. And you know what? Uh, for all the complaints about the dirt bikes, the bicyclists are every bit as uh, problematic as uh, as the dirt bikes. This I thing think. is awesome. Yeah, it's I a, want one of these. It looks like Back to the Future, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's, again, it's a hover bike. It's not just a bike. It's a hover bike. A high-speed flying motorcycle that mm -hmm. has been unveiled at the auto show. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Yep. Uh, it's not considered an aircraft because a pilot is not required to fly it. So you could have average citizens flying these things around. I love it. If I could afford it, I'd get one. But seven hundred and seventy-seven hundred thousand dollars. This is like a like a Luke Skywalker Land yes. Cruiser, and yes. you know one of those little hover things. Yeah, it can stay in the air for forty minutes and uh, reach speeds up to sixty-two miles per hour. Oh Very yeah, cool. some someone's getting brained on that thing. <laughs> Very cool. As long as we're talking about traveling around, marijuana has been legal for recreational use here in the Bay State for six years now, but law enforcement officials still have no way to easily test drivers to see if they are driving impaired. There's a story in Western Mass News this morning, and they're getting answers from the folks in Ludlow, where the police reported an increase in OUI arrests, but they're having a problem because they have no standardized test when they pull somebody over to differentiate between alcohol consumption yeah. and marijuana consumption and how it might impair a driver. Well, they've they've been trying to figure that out since the very beginning here. Right. I don't think there are any – listen, if you've got something that's in your system for 30 days, it's almost impossible to tell what constitutes impairment and what doesn't because you're always going to be able to find it in a blood test or or whatever. So, you know, the science is not quite caught up with the issue that they're trying to resolve. And the, uh, did you ever see the Canadian uh, OUI test for uh, marijuana? No. Or the cop is like, all right, let me ask you a few questions. <laughs> Why is the pizza box square when the pizza's round? And then the person's looking at him like, I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, he holds up a bag of Doritos mm -hmm. and a Coke, and then they all get out of the car, and that's how they know that they're they're high because they want the they want. <laughs> See, the that's that's like a, a dead giveaway yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, did you guys watch uh, that uh, TV series Serial back in its day when it was really popular? No. 
the hit podcast, true crime series, and listeners were all hooked into this thing a few years back, specifically with the case of Adnan Syed, who was convicted for the 1999 murder of Hey Min Lee. Didn't he write the Satanic Verses? I think that's somebody no, else. No, that's uh, that's uh, Salman Rushdie. No, 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 that's the stuff you put on your uh, your bagels. Uh, no, that's there. just Salmon. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, this case became a, a hit on the podcast Serial, and he went to jail for a long time. Well, he's finally out. A circuit court judge in Baltimore, Maryland, ruling and ordering that his conviction be vacated, approving the release of the now 41-year-old who has spent more than two decades behind bars for a crime he didn't commit. Well, that's uh, it's good he's out, but, you know, I mean... How many times do you hear about that? You know, mm-hmm. someone's been you know convicted yeah. erroneously, and right. then uh, you know they have like the innocence project out there, mm-hmm. which you know, I mean, sometimes justice <clears throat> doesn't really work, right? And one other TV story for you: a UK television channel is receiving mixed feedback after its decision to instead of play the Queen's funeral, play the Emoji Movie yesterday instead. Channel 5 in England has been both praised and criticized on social media for the move. One person saying, hey, full respect to Channel 5 TV for showing kids films all day when every other freaking channel was wall-to-wall funeral coverage. Other people, though, have criticized Channel 5 in England. Does everybody have to cover the Queen's funeral? Yes. It's the biggest news story they've had over there in years. Right. Everybody should be covering it from different angles. Yeah, but... Yeah, but nothing. Listen, it's it's the most important thing that's got they've got going over there. Yeah, let them focus on the queen for a couple of days, then they can get back to business today. Now that she's uh, she's been uh, she's been buried, now you can get back to being British again. But for right now, focus on the queen, or, or maybe show a better movie than the Emoji Movie if you're going to show a movie. See, I don't. I mean, I don't really have a problem one way or another. Mm. But I mean, <laughs> let's let's be honest. You know, who in the uh, in the UK? is going to sit there, watch the Emoji movie when something so big is going on right in your backyard. I don't know. Maybe the ratings have yet to come out. We'll see how many people were Listen, watching that. That thing, I'm pretty sure that funeral was a ratings blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'm pretty sure that the uh, the networks, the BBC, would like there to be more royal funeral coverage <laughs> even after the funeral is over just because it got such good ratings. They're hoping for King Charles to pass away soon, too. Then. That's it, what you're saying, right? It, it'll happen. Yeah. I guess, sooner rather than later, perhaps. And coming up next in the Mass Hat, uh, we've got somebody from Missouri that was, well, it's it's hard to explain. He, he I'll, just, I'll just wait till we get there. But it was reported at MassLive.com. We'll get to it coming up in the Mass Hat in just a couple of minutes in Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.50, and David Bowie would back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It is uh, It is going to be, and I will tell you that uh, in, in just a second, uh, today, uh, rain this morning, then clearing by this afternoon, then tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 63 right now in downtown Springfield. The Mayflower Marathon has a new home. As you know, we're going to go to MGM Springfield this year for the first time ever, and we're really excited about it. And there have been plenty of people who have already stepped up including Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements. They are going to match all monetary donations between now 
and October 7th, made to the Mayflower Marathon online up to $5,000. A very, very generous uh, match from um, from Dave Miner. If you want to get involved in it, please do. Go to rock102.com, click on the banner to donate. It's Dave Miner's Mayflower Marathon match from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Time is 6.50. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Yeah, we'll award one mass hat to Doug Ramsey. This was reported in MassLive.com. Even though it happened out of state, an executive of a vegan food products company charged with felony battery and making a terroristic threat. This happened at a football game, a college game between Arkansas and Missouri State on Saturday. And the chief operations officer of Beyond Meat, which is one of those vegan burger companies right this doug ramsey guy accused of a road rage attack the police report saying the 53 year old attacked another man who tried to inch in front of him in a parking garage traffic lane and made contact with the wheel on his sport utility vehicle a police officer responding to the reported disturbance arrived to find quote two males with bloody faces so what happened was the COO of Beyond Meat tried to bite off the nose of the one guy. I thought he didn't like meat. I was right? going to say, right? it's hardly a vegan you choice. Know, so, I, uh, I read this story yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was thinking to myself, uh, yeah, the, the, the most uh, surprising thing to come out of this is the guy who doesn't who promotes uh, the guy who promotes plant-based right. meats, if you will, right. uh, is eating meat off of a human being mm-hmm. uh, in the form of a tip of a nose. Yep. The, uh, the real uh, question I have is, what is the COO of a $10 billion company doing driving to a game by himself? Or, well, or not by himself, but driving to a game. Hey, get, try, get a ride. Uh, try, you know, to be a, like, try to be a normal guy. Well, right? Yeah, normal guys don't get out and start doing road raging and uh, biting people's noses off. Yeah, you know, I would think if you were going to chew something off of someone else's body, the nose would be the last thing you'd want to chew. First of all, think of what's in that thing. Yeah, nothing that uh, nothing that's all that good, and it's got to be nothing but gristle. Yeah, all chewy. Right. You yeah. know, it's like it'd be like uh, yeah. it'd be like 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 chewing on a on a stick. I I know you're focused on this cannibalistic thing, but I'm really focused on the idea that a guy who's running a ten billion dollar company uh, is driving anywhere. Get somebody to drive you. What is wrong with these rich people? I don't know. I mean, the, the you know the rich people of yesteryear are hardly like they they grow in today. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm with you, Bax. If you're going to bite something, how about an ear, like Mike Tyson? You know, come in, come an on, ear, a little uh, meteor there with that earlobe. Exactly, down. something yeah. something that's going to you know be delicious mm-hmm. as opposed to fill with stuff you don't want in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like Beyond Meat. Like <laughs> Beyond Meat. Yes, which isn't bad, by the way. Depends on which type you get. I, have you tried this brand or not? Yeah, I, I've tried the. It's Beyond Burger. It's yeah. the. I uh, my kid doesn't eat meat, so the, we. I, I find try to find different ways and do this. And Costco sells this Beyond Meat, like uh, there's like a it's like a stack of burgers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know once in a while, and they're already cooked. Yeah. You just got to heat them up to temperature. That's all. And mm-hmm. uh, they're perfectly good to eat. All right. They kind of taste like a burger. Kind of. Right. Although meat is healthier for you than these chemically oh, uh, put oh, together oh, uh, yeah. Beyond Burger things. Okay. 
Whatever. And <laughs> one more Mass Hat Award to Kofi Asai, who's a 30-year-old Massachusetts man. He pled guilty in Boston Federal Court to a romance scam. So he used bank accounts to fraudulently receive funds from victims that he was initiating romance with. He's candy in my van 69 at yahoo.com? That's the guy. That's him. Yeah. You fell for it? How oh, much? Yeah. How much? Uh, six bucks. You might get something back. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Osai, used fake online personas to develop relationships with people across the country and then persuaded them to send him money and or property. And they did it. Well, he's not the first one to come up with this idea. Steve yeah. and I figured this out a few years ago, and it went nowhere. Didn't happen. Yeah. Well, you didn't have the charm this guy had. Apparently. I guess not. Uh, we have charm. Yeah. We just didn't have that charm. We just didn't apply it in this case. Uh, once he received the money, Mr. Osai would withdraw the money and then use it to fund the cashier's checks or personal purchases that he made. So... He got caught. Hey, you know who the mass hat should be? Who? The guy who just drove over the train tracks with the lights blinking on it. Mm. I just, I'm just watching that on TV behind you there. Okay, and where and did that this, happen? This is, this is that uh, railroad crossing we've been talking about during oh, the news. Okay. And, with, they, um, and, the, and the light, the gates were down, the lights were on, and this guy goes, screw this, I'm just going. Really? What kind of jackhole does that? And he, and he, well, he got to the Big E on time, I guess. You right? know, I don't have, if you get hit by a train, that's where I've lost the sympathy for you. Because you were just too impatient to go around or do something else. Well, if every, you get hit by a train when you when the gates are down and the lights are on, then that's your own fault, and you really shouldn't have any sympathy from anybody. I mean, they're giving you plenty of warning not to go over, which means you stop and you wait like everybody else. Mm. Well, I know it's frustrating. I know. Uh, but guess what? You still can't do that. This is a little tip from your friendly uh, railroad safety uh, guy. <laughs> right. How long did you work for the railroad? Inspector buddy? Nagel. Uh, probably about uh, eight years yeah, or so. Uh, you yeah. would know. Yeah. And uh, my, my, it was a whole lineage in my family. My brother's a train engineer. Mm -hmm. My dad was a, he worked his way up uh, from the brakeman all the way up to the manager. And Oh, yeah, a yeah. railroading's in my blood. Yeah. I always wanted to be a banker, too. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, well, tell me about that one story where your dad held you up in front of the bank and said, Sonny boy, <laughs> one day this will all be yours. That's right. Coming up next in the 102-second sports, you know, you know it's okay when Tom Brady files for a trademark on a TB12. It's another thing when Geno Smith attempts to file for a trademark. We have that story straight ahead on Rock 102. New England Patriots out ever bid on an NFL game ball. And do you remember how the value of that $518,000 football evaporated the moment that Tom Brady decided to come out of retirement just 24 hours later? Boy, did that $518,000 seem like a colossal mistake. Except one month later, Leland's did the right thing and nullified the sale, meaning that that dope recouped his money and everybody was happy. Everybody except the guy who was trying to sell it in the first place. Well, over the weekend, Leland sold the same football, not by claiming it was the final football of Tom Brady's career, but one of his many balls that Tom Brady has played with. After all, Tom Brady has had his hands on many balls since coming out of retirement. But in this particular case, you're not only playing for the ball, you're not only paying for the ball, you're also paying for the ball that was supposed to be his last one, but wasn't. Therefore, making this ball still attractive to the right bidder. And according to Leland's, quote, the perspective has changed, but this remains a magnificent piece nonetheless. Magnificent indeed. As somebody just bought this ball over the weekend for $129,657. Granted, the 
That's a significant drop in value, but the ball is still the one that Tom Brady used just before he put his marriage at risk by coming out of retirement so he could keep playing football just one more time. To me, the question isn't whether this particular football has value. Of course it does. Tom Brady's hands have been all over that thing. The question I have is, what sort of dope is still willing to spend $129,000 on it? On any football, in fact. Perhaps I'm too cheap to be asking this, but I can think of 129,000 things I'd rather be spending my money on than a football, regardless of who was playing with it. It's not like I'm going to go out in the backyard and pretend to take snaps with it. I'm certainly not going to gronk spike a football that's worth $129,000. Instead, it's going to sit there, collect dust, and evaporate in value with every game that Tom Brady decides to play until now, until the end of his career. And to me, that's just not worth going broke over. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, people are driving around your neighborhood and they're looking at your lawn. They're seeing all them bald patches all over the place and those rough spots. That's why you got to go to Rocky's for a bag of Scott's Easy Seed Patch and Repair. A 10-pound bag, 48 bucks. But hey, it's buy one, get one free. Now that's a great deal from your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven and Tom Petty. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, some rain this afternoon. Kind of a coin toss as to whether or not we'll get it. 40 to 50%, depending on where you are. Highs in the mid-70s today. So uh, this Thursday is the uh, induction ceremony for the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm going to it. Yes. Yeah, I got tickets and everything. Well, you're uh, in. Yeah, well, not yet. I mean, there's still time for them to change their minds. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going in. So, uh, but here's a, here's a sad little note. Uh, one of the inductees, Eric Jackson, Eric Jackson, uh, the dean of Boston Jazz, uh, just died, uh, like, this week. Wow. Uh, so he will not be going. But the, uh, the award will be... Uh, presented to him on his behalf oh. and uh so that'll be a uh, way to steal your thunder well i mean it's a, it's kind of a spectacular way to well to grab the award but posthumously uh, but backs could die between now and then and maybe join mr eric jackson <laughs> there's, there's, you certainly the, sometimes <laughs> i think about it you share the headline I, <laughs> some some could say i'm dying a slow death already mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of a, like a like a sad uh, a, a sad note to uh, the ceremony on yeah on uh, on Thursday. So you know, our plan was because we have to be. I got to be there at eleven. I, I don't know what time you, everybody else is going to be there, but mm-hmm. you know, the inductees have to be there by eleven. Now, I'm you know, to me, it's a crapshoot. You know, traffic heading into Boston. So uh, we decided, my wife and I, is that we were going to stay. Uh, at the the hotel mm-hmm. Wednesday night, and that way, you know, we avoid all the traffic and all the uh, all the other foolishness trying to get into Boston. So we're not going to be late. We're not going to be rushing to get there. Be a nice, uh, you, you know, anxiety free, uh, you know, situation. Sure. Just kind of like walk downstairs, go to the 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 conference hall or whatever the hell it is, and uh, and just you know sit there and. Uh, and uh, and and listen to everybody uh, bloviate for two hours, and that's and I, that's going to be it. I can't believe you got a room. Why? Why because not? Because we're ninety minutes from the city of Boston, and probably even closer than that to Quincy, uh, where this thing is. Yeah. So, what do you need a room for? Just get up. I just like told you, you normally get up. No, no, no. What you do not need to get a room the night before. Well, I mean, Steve. I mean, we you know we'll we'll go. We'll make a night out of it. You know, we'll wake up. Uh, 
you know, you know, gingerly without uh, feeling like we got to rush out of the house, and we'll be there. The night should be the night after the ceremony. Yeah, we'll be, oh, we'll hey, be home I got before my that. Award. No, no, I got my award. Let's go party up in Boston. Let's make it a three-day weekend. It's Friday. Let's do it. We can go take a nap after we get done with the ceremony <laughs> before we go out uh, partying. But well, no, let's go to Boston on a Wednesday and get a hotel room only to come back and turn around right after our lunch is over. Steve, I, I, I've driven in and out of Boston enough times to know that you can never predict whether or not you're going to be faced with unsolvable traffic. And I also know myself a little bit too well that yeah. if, if we're driving and we do get caught up in a traffic jam, yeah. uh, my agita is just going to uh, go through the roof. Oh, your agita. Yeah, I don't need yeah. any more agita in my life. I got loads of it already. And and we will be going through traffic because Quincy is on the other side of Boston, South End, so we kind of got to go through the area where people would be going to and from Logan Airport. Yeah, I, I, it's still, what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm You're not, not buying, buying it? it? No. You're well, wasting money. Who's paying for this hotel room, by the way? Is this company paying for this thing? No, I'm paying for it. Why would you not even get the company to pay for it? Because it's, it's, it's You're their golden boy. You're the boy that the uh, won bo- the you won the award. Please. It's a it's a it's an award. Well, you know, Steve, I'm not the kind of guy that feels like I'm entitled for the company to pay for everything I do. I do. Well, that's you. And I and I when there's an opportunity that comes up, I make sure I get the most expensive thing. Listen. <laughs> I got a hotel room in the hotel that the uh, that the ceremony is going to happen. It cost me an arm and a leg. Quite frankly, it's a lot of money. But I don't have to worry about anything on Thursday morning. I go and have my complimentary breakfast. I have a couple co- a couple coffees. And by 11 o'clock, I show up all dressed up, looking nice, and say, ha-ha, here I am. I'm ready to go. Or you could leave here at 6 o'clock in the morning, uh, be there by 9.30, and then have plenty of time to grab a coffee or nah. do whatever you need to do before the ceremony starts. Listen, I, I wanna, I'm a, a man of unbelievable leisure. And uh, just you know, to take that whole level of anxiety out of it makes a lot of sense to, to the two of us. And so that's what we've chosen to do. If it offends you in some way... Or the station has uh, yet to come up with like a little pocket cash for their uh, for their star pupil. Then fine, you know I, I'm not yeah. asking. I'm not asking. To, I'm not entitled enough to be asking anyone. Hey, uh, would you mind uh, you know sliding me a few for the hotel room, please? I'm not going to do that. All right. Uh, let me counter with an example that you used just a few weeks ago. You went to a wedding uh, up in New Hampshire. Yes. Which you probably should have stayed over the night before, because you were complaining about uh, how sweaty and hot it was, and you had to ride this gondola up to the top of a mountain. Oh, it was hot. But why wouldn't you didn't get you didn't leave your house until whatever time it was, uh, thinking, oh well, if we leave now, we'll be there by uh, four o'clock or whatever time the the wedding starts. Here's the thing: the wedding. If I'd been late for the wedding, I wouldn't have been late for the reception. Because that would have gone on all night long. The wedding is the part, though. That's the part they want you there for. They really want me there at the reception. That's that's I know these people. That's that's what that's what they really wanted me yeah. there for. Because I'm a lot of fun at a wedding reception. You should see how much fun I am at a wedding reception. I'm a bundle of laughs. But in this case, you know, it's a it's a short ceremony, and by short, I still mean two hours long. Mm-hmm. But I got to be there. You know, this is, this is, uh, the, I'm, I'm already, I'm supposed, I, I assume that by Thursday morning, I'm already going to be a little bit nervous anyway, mm-hmm. because, you know, the, the spotlight is on me and eight other people. Well, 
Seven, if you count the if you don't count the dead guy. Right. But <laughs> nevertheless, I want to make this as easy and as smooth and as anxiety free as I can possibly make it. All right. Let me ask you another question here. What are you wearing? And then, Steve, what do we have to wear to this whole thing? I mean, like he has to get dressed. We don't have to get dressed up, do we? I'm wearing my uh, Vax and O'Brien T-shirt. Oh, oh it's right. Steve Nagel on it. Nice. <laughs> I don't might have is, one. Might as well. You want to borrow one? No, you no. Might, might want to get the, your last uses out of it. Yeah. I'm good. Um, I actually have to go and uh, buy myself a getup. Okay. Um, I, wow. I know I'm wasting, I've like waited like the, the 12th hour uh, mm. to do it, but I got to go uh, get something. Like a suit, you mean? I don't know if it's, I don't know if I need to wear a suit. Go see my buddy Terrence up at uh, DXL, up in the hall. Uh, that's probably where I'm going to yeah. go, because uh, you know, I've had good luck there. You know, finding stuff that, uh, one, fits like a glove, and then- uh, Why don't you come to my short and fat stores? Hey! When you jog, do you leave potholes? And I love, <laughs> I love that line. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm probably going to go there probably today. I get a little lunch thing yeah. today. Mm-hmm. I'll probably go up there and uh, and find something. Yeah. Yeah, right. but I'm but uh, yeah, my wife is working, so I'm going to be doing it alone. So I'm going to need the help of the help. Uh, you know what? Uh, they always lead me in the right direction up there. Yeah. They, I when I went to New York for that uh, that radio conference thing, mm-hmm. they set me up with a with a, with some nice stuff. Well, you can't just use the same one. Well, one, I sweat through the jacket during that yeah. during that wedding, so mm-hmm. mm, it's a little funky. But okay. uh, but yeah, and the rest of the stuff probably a little bit too casual. Okay. For for something like this, I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm. You might have to wear a tie. Uh, you, I mean, should I wear a tie? No, you're, you're a rock and roll DJ, man. You're a, you're a personality. No, no, you're a, you, you know, no, like, come on, man. No, you don't have to do that. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a guy who's basically a, a placeholder for the two or three people that backed out, mm. including I, that one guy. I, uh, I'm wasting money on a hotel room that I don't need to buy. <laughs> So, so, so because of that, he's got to get a fancy outfit. Yeah, so let me spend a couple hundred bucks yeah. on, a, on a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, why not? Hey, you know what? Uh, it's... It's one. Of, it, it's a weird thing trying to you know, imagine this whole thing, and 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 this is not a false modesty thing at all. It's just a very very bizarre thought mm-hmm. that this is going to happen on on Thursday. I and mean, we've known about it for a long time, but now that it's here, it's like you know I I don't even know how to wrap my head around the fact this is going to happen. So. Yeah, you know, anything I can do to elevate to, or to to relieve any kind of stress, you know, get the clothes today, get the hotel room, eat a nice hearty breakfast. Right. Well, that's all I. That's all that matters. Take you know, take uh, take you know, p- plenty of uh, you know, lorazepam, mm-hmm. uh, emodium. Uh, what's the what else? <laughs> you know, maybe maybe a couple of uh, Tylenol just in case I get a headache. Okay. From listening to you all the wash that down with a Pepto. Yes. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll take all of those things and see what happens. Uh, here's the suggestion on the apparel. You could confer with your longtime partner who's also being inducted. You guys could go matching outfits. I think that would be really cool, like uh, Rain Man and uh, Charlie Babbitt there or whatever his name was. And Come on, man. Coming down the imagine you coming down the escalator to the, uh, to the ballroom to be inducted. You guys are dressed the same. Man. Look at this guy. Yeah, hey, you get a little of this, this guy. guy. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's like that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to color coordinate? No, I, I don't think uh, there'll be any color coordination. What's the dead guy wearing? Huh? What's the dead guy wearing? That's what I want to he, know. He's wearing a suit, but it's a, it's a suit he already they had. Bring the you know? casket. I would bring the casket. Let, let, let's, <laughs> let's hold off on this service. Let's make the wake part of the uh, Hall of Fame uh, thing. <laughs> 
with a crown royal top there, yeah. just yeah. like the queen well, had. We, we've listen. We've had enough experience with uh, with caskets being pushed on stage. I don't think we need to do that again. Well, we could do it. We could do a. Uh, uh, <clears throat> a reprise. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I'm staying at a hotel. I'm sorry that disappoints you. And- it doesn't disappoint me. It just like I don't understand why you're wasting money on a hotel room that you could easily just get up at six o'clock. You could even sleep in and still make it to the uh, the, the ceremony without. Uh, you know what happened? Uh, let's just say there's a major accident on the match pike that day. Yeah. Right. And we all can't get there. Right. Well, none of us were going to be able to be there anyway. So even if you were there, then none of your uh, friends and coworkers would have shown up. Well, listen, I- I'm already uh, you know quite disappointed by the people who said, "Oh, I'm not going to go." And uh, and that's and that's all very well and good. Mom. No, she'll be there. My 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 dad will be there and everything. But anyway, uh, so there's that. But yeah, I'm going to stay in a hotel. We'll go out to dinner Wednesday night, make a nice night out of it. Wake up in the morning, do our little uh, our little thing, and bolt out of there. Okay, mm, look at you with your Hall of Fame money, just buying <laughs> buying buying hotels out there's, in your hotel or Boston every night. Believe me, there's no cash award. Dinner, open bar for us. That means right? He's going to buy us drinks. Yeah, then. you're going to buy drinks for everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. It's like when you hit a hole in one in a golf course. Yeah, you, free free you, ice water and cocktail napkins for everybody. Nice. I love it. Let's do it. It's 723 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. GG. It's 727 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. And we're going to have rain a little bit later today, about a 40% shot in the afternoon. Just clouds this morning, highs in the mid-70s. Uh, you want a swimming pool? Mm, no. Is this yours you're yes, getting rid of? My swimming pool. Wow. Getting rid of. Wow, that could be, you know, that's a fam- it's like a, you know, it's a famous it's a celebrity swimming pool. I yeah, think celebrity owns a yes, swimming pool. Yeah. Behold the backyard paradise. This is what I uh huh. this is what I uh, wrote on Facebook yesterday. I don't know why I can't read the whole Oh, here it is. This is what I uh, put up on page. I put a picture of my swimming pool. And I said, have you ever wanted to explore the underwater caves of Cancun? Snorkel your way through the Great Barrier Reef? You know you can't afford that. Why not get the next best thing? This beautiful 10-year-old, I think, 18-foot above-ground swimming pool free in your backyard. Free? Imagine yourself being whisked away to a local pool store to spend $500 at least for a season No one, for no one to use your new lagoon. That's right. Don't let the age of this bad boy scare you. I mean, sure, it needs a new liner, but the rest of it is free. It's free. Wow. <laughs> the body's in decent shape. If you want the sand filter, which is only two years old, uh, that'll be $300, please. $700 retail. Uh, don't you want to live on the edge of anxiety, wondering what weekend in the spring to open this? Don't you want your kids to beg and beg you for one, only for them to use it two weeks out of the year? The absolute best part of the whole deal is you get to take it apart yourself and take it away. Nice. <laughs> no pesky delivery people, nobody running you down for money. This is the real deal. Don't hesitate. It won't last long. And if it does, I'll just be selling a frog pond in the next few weeks. Cancun wow. is way too expensive. Any bites? That's an irresistible offer. It is uh, irresistible. I've had a couple of people ask me about it, but I don't think anybody really wants it. I don't understand why you wouldn't want this. You want a swimming pool in your backyard. Why are you going to spend thousands of dollars? See, this is my point. Oh, yeah. These things are a pain in the ass. I inherited this when I bought the house. Mm. I don't think, and I was like, oh, cool, a swimming pool. And then you have to start taking care of it, and you're like, oh, man, a swimming pool. Mm. Like, it, it becomes a big pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Some young whippersnapper out there is looking to do something good for his family. You could have this for absolutely free. You know, someone who's too cheap to put something in the ground... You know, willing to get a above ground pool for free? Yeah. 
This is this is a this is an offer that no one could refuse. This is the thing that's going to catapult you into popularity among your family and your friends. And it's owned by a local radio icon. Yes, and think it, about that. Here's the thing: the structure itself is in very good shape. The liner is about probably ten years old or more. Right. It's got a little leak in it, so you can't use the liner. The liner so, costs you maybe a thousand bucks, but so what? See, I got, got the, I got a section in my backyard yeah. that at one point had yeah. a pool, and there's even there's even like a like a like a junction box out there for 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 the power. It's still out there. I don't know if it's still in in operating condition, but but it's out there. Yeah, and uh, it would be perfect for a pool. Yeah, but much like you, I know myself and know that. The maintenance of a pool is something that I simply have no it's, interest in. It's really not that hard to maintain, but you do have to buy the products in order to go in that yes. thing. So it's really, you know, every couple of days you go out there and you test the water to make sure all the levels are all right, and then you just add this or take away this or whatever you need to do. It's really not that difficult. See, it is lately, a waste, though, yeah. if I'm putting this together and nobody's using it. See, not that long ago, you talked to me about uh, your hot tub. Yeah. And then you talked to me about the maintenance of the hot tub. Yeah. Well, when you first started mentioning it, I'm thinking in my head, man, I would like a hot tub in yeah. my backyard. And then you told me about the maintenance and all the it's sludge really- you got to clear out of it and everything. Yeah, but, that, that, but that, that's like that. every hot tub is like that. Yeah, You're I know. Done. Which is the reason why I have decided I no longer want a hot tub. Okay. Aside from your own celebrity, by the yeah. way, did a certain... Broadcasting Hall of Fame inductee ever swim in the pool as well? Either one of them that uh, no no okay well, no. I was going to say right, you can no, claim that I, I don't believe no, any I don't one invite, of them have been invited up I don't <laughs> invite anybody to my house this is my house okay. which is probably a good, I, a good call on your the part. only people <laughs> I will invite to your house uh, to my house is the people that want to come and take this pool away absolutely free and wait there's more there's more you can get the mulch that goes around the outside of it if you want wow yeah we'll bag it up for you and everything well no i won't bag it up for you you can bag it up yourself i feel like i'll leave contractor bags out for you i feel like you should be on like a fake tv set with a really colorful sweater selling this stuff listen the thing is aged haven't we all though i just i don't I, my kids aren't. My kids do enough things during the summer where they have access to pools and sprinklers and all this other stuff that they uh, lakes and and whatnot that we don't need this mm-hmm. because they don't really. You think about the weather in this uh, this part of the country. Mm-hmm. You never know. Last year we didn't use it at all because it rained most of the summer, and then my kids went away, and then they weren't there to use it. Take this off my hands. Make this your problem. Well. <laughs> You know, the phone is blown up. I mean, yeah, I, I let's know take we a call. I know well, we, we can. We don't have time go. now, but, I, you know, that may have been calls coming in to hey. take it off your hands. Hey. I mean, excuse me, buy that fantastic product. If, if Facebook Marketplace is where you'll find it, yep. right? Yes. All right. And I'm already getting scam messages, so. (laughs) It's 733 on Rock 102. It's here. The Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Parents of students at Springfield Public Schools posted online concerned over a robocall that was sent to families. Had something to do with somebody driving around trying to abduct school children. 
Understandably very concerning for parents, Western Mass News investigating this story had reached out to Ryan Walsh, the spokesperson for the Springfield Police, who was saying that they are aware of the robocall and investigating it. He emphasized there have not been any criminal incidents in Springfield related to the call. However, he said there have been unrelated reports of suspicious activity around bus stops and involving children walking home from school since July. So be careful out there. Have a conversation with your kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Make sure they, they know not to talk to strangers. Right. Other criminal activity, a Longmeadow man pleading guilty to evading more than $16 million in tax payments in Connecticut and operating an illegal check cashing business in Springfield will serve a year of probation. In a case that dates back more than a dozen years, 67-year-old Satish Kumar systematically evaded Connecticut state tobacco taxes by selling cigars and smokeless tobacco in convenience stores and gas stations. He consistently, though, failed to pay the required tobacco excise taxes. Just 2% of the tax he owed. Uh, probation, right? Yes. That's it? Yes, a year of yeah. probation. Makes it all worth it, doesn't right? it? Sure does. A dozen years of doing that, and uh, you only get a year probation? Mm-hmm. Slap on totally, the wrist. Totally worth it. Back in 2012, federal agents investigating the fraud had raided the Berlin, Connecticut warehouse and a dozen other locations in Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. Man, this guy's a major player. It ended his six-year scheme. Kumar also admitted to cashing checks without a license and operating an unregistered money transmitting operation from his liquor store in Springfield. Uh, You know, I've never tried cashing a check at a liquor store. Does that make me, uh, I don't know, just never really felt um, like that was a good place to do it. I did that years ago. Like, uh, I, I was a kid, I was probably like 19 or 20 getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go and you pay this exorbitant fee of, of you know, to, to get this check cashed. But you still get your money right away. I guess. Yeah. But yet, there are certain rules this guy should have followed. And I'm sure he knew those rules, too. I don't do that now, by the way. Well, you don't need to. You're a grown-ass man. You don't need to do that anymore. I don't know the way this place pl- plays, pays me. Sometimes you got to go like, uh, oh, yeah, can I get credit? Hurricane Fiona continuing to cause problems on the island of Puerto Rico. And today, Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno is meeting with New North Citizens Council Program Director Rosa Espinoza, along with Ward 1 City Councilor Maria Perez, and the rest of his staff with an outreach assistance program that they are putting together for the victims of Hurricane Fiona in Puerto Rico. Meantime, Shampoo Road in Brimfield has been closed after a tree fell across the street, taking wires down with it here in Western Mass. According to Brimfield Police, National Grid responding. However, it will be some time before the situation is fixed. Police saying it's an issue in surrounding towns next to Brimfield as well. Motorists advised to avoid the area and seek alternative routes. It's not a very heavily traveled road, so it really is. It's only, it's only heavily traveled it's a, like uh, every, like twice a year. Yeah, it's only uh, most of the traffic going through town. All right. On Monday, a Kingston man without a home was arrested for allegedly lighting a dumpster on fire. Let's back up for a second. Yes. Because you took that as an insult. I was joking. 
What you see, you seem to have taken that like uh, to heart. What, when I, no, I, I don't when know. I I, said, when I said, uh, you know, oh, it's not a very heavily traveled. Oh no, road. no! I thought you were. I thought you thought I was downplaying it. I didn't even pay attention to that. I was like it's, focusing it's, on the next story. Oh, okay. No, no. Oh, I, thought, okay. I thought I thought it was the way no, the way no. that it was happened. Not at all. And so, no. Well, I'm just, glad we cleared that up. Yeah. So back to the Kingston story of the guy without a house and homeless. Another way to phrase it. Or wasn't there something else? Didn't we come up with another phrase for homeless? Don't we talking about yes, that? Uh, what, what was yeah. the, it? Was do, something with domicile. Yes. Yeah, like a like domicile deficient. Or a, <laughs> yes. Maybe uh, that was it. Domicile-less. Yes. In any case, this Kingston man doesn't have a home. And as a result, he allegedly lit a dumpster on fire. His reason, according to Kingston police, quote, he was in a bad mood. End quote. So a little after 10 p.m., a mass state trooper was fueling up his cruiser on Summer Street in Kingston when a passerby informed him of a nearby fire in back of the Dollar Tree store. Well, of course, this is done on a bad day. Mm-hmm. I don't know of anyone who has set a dumpster fire or any fire for that matter out of joy could be a birthday cake celebration gone awry backs it could be a joyous celebration the for only all you know the I, only time people you know, where it is allowed to to set things on fire mm-hmm. in, in while you're in a good mood is after your team wins a championship <laughs> after true. that after that the answer is no you're right you setting don't fires want, you do not want to combine the two overturning cars all okay after that's cha- fine or, uh, either win or lose for a championship i might add it's it, it, the same result with different feelings yes you're absolutely right uh, the trooper immediately went to the area of that dollar tree store in the back where he saw the dumpster fire and standing next to the fire was the suspect a 29 year old man who, when he was approached by the cops stuck out his middle finger toward the trooper because he was quote frustrated that explained the dumpster fire according to this guy now again you know no one's no one's gonna light it on fire when you're having a good day Mm -hmm. i mean we've all had bad days we've all wanted to set things on fire a dumpster just happens to be you know available to Mm -hmm. can't be blamed hey a florida couple recently charged one hundred thousand dollars for a meal on royal caribbean's symphony of the seas the couple went to an italian restaurant aboard the ship and ordered calamar, garlic bread, pasta, salad, and a lemon meringue cheesecake with vanilla ice cream. The couple was charged $98,638. That would have to be some damn mm. fine cheesecake. Right. Their ID number was mistakenly placed in a gratuity box. That was the explanation from Royal Caribbean, who of course reversed the charge. But it's making the rounds virally because, you know, you don't often... Get charged almost a hundred thousand dollars for a meal, even on a fancy no, cruise but ship. You you could get charged that much for drinks. Mm-hmm. That's about the going rate for drinks. Yeah, that's why you got to buy the uh, the all inclusive pass. Yeah, you got to buy the drink pass, mm-hmm. or you have to mule nip bottles, and I don't have to tell you how difficult that is. Yeah, I had a wife who used to do that. By the way, at parties, she was an alcoholic, and we found it out when there was a huge surplus of the nip bottles in the bathroom at somebody's mm. house where we were attending a party. Sounds like a party gal. Yeah. Well, she didn't like to be known as a party gal, and so she would do her drinking surreptitiously so now, nobody was watching. Now, did you know, like, I'm curious because we could always tell my dad was drunk when he said he wasn't drinking. Could you tell that she was uh, inebriated? No, and nobody else could either. Really? No. That's uh, that amazes me how right? people can do that. Yeah. Some people got skills. Mm-hmm. You know, because, so, I like, you know, uh, I would think to myself, well, 
somebody must have known that I was drinking. Right. Like the way I spoke or whatever yeah. in the situation. That's what I'm trying to mm-hmm. trying to you didn't he had nope, no idea. Nope, huh? nobody did. Nope. Had a great job, uh, high performing, uh, the whole deal, whole deal. Nobody knew. High functioning alcohol. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, but ended up like you know, apparently drinking a part of a fifth on the way to work. Well, I mean, in the morning, what kind of job did she have? Uh, Health professional. Well, see, so that requires uh, you to be drunk at <laughs> yeah. your job. I suppose performing surgery while drunk is a little bit dangerous. No, Administrative, gotta, you, not. You got to deal with all these patients all day long. Yeah, oh, no. Man. 743 with back Steve and Dave. Now hear this coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102. Charlie Epstein here, and I have had a dream. I always wanted to own Rock. It's 7.50 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's uh, going to be, uh, well, rain's clearing up right now. Sun's coming out, and it's going to be a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It is 63 right now in downtown Springfield. The Big Bonk and Smoke is coming back to the Log Cabin Wednesday, October 5th. That is not that far away from now. Tickets are on sale at rock102.com. Uh, enjoy a great evening out. Beautiful views of uh, the side of Mount Tom. Your admission includes a free cigars provided by the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam. You get your T-shirt from GG Inc.'s custom printing and the premium food spread, including hors d'oeuvres, dinner, and dessert provided by the folks at the Log Cabin. Again, details and tickets at rock102.com. I am obliged to tell you that cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You must be over 21 with a positive ID tenter. It's the Big Bunk and Smoke October 5th at the Log Cabin, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, the Tommy Carr Auto Group, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 7.50 on your digital clock, or about 10 minutes in front of 8 if you do it old school. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102, with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Western Mass News. Doing the story that we talked about earlier and that we saw on television about part of the entryway to the Big E being blocked by the railroad crossing. And the solution, according to West Springfield Mayor Will Reichelt. Build a flyover on the west side side of the bridge that will take you from second and summit. And you'll go down and around the tracks and over and connect to the bridge on the other side. So it will completely alleviate the at-grade crossings. There you go. Bingo. Problem solved, according to Will Reichelt. We'll have that up in uh, two or three days right before the weekend. (laughs) You think, right? Even my grandpa can co-sign for the the loan to build the flyover. (laughs) Will's probably looking at his uh, erector set or his Lincoln logs and thinking, I can probably build this in about an hour. Yeah. He, he was in uh, that bridge, uh, bridge building project they did in shop class when they were in seventh grade, or the, which or was the, only like two years ago. Yeah. Or the bridge building, whichever one comes yeah, first. Right. right, yeah. How'd whichever you do that? Easier. Did you guys do that, by the way? I, I did the bridge building. I, I failed horribly. I didn't. I actually, uh, it was uh, me and my buddy, mm-hmm. and we uh, we put it together, and he was just as dumb as I was, and uh, <laughs> we put it together, and uh, we we held the most sand in the bucket. Did you ever do this? I don't think I ever did that. It was a technology course yeah. uh, when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and it was based around you know built you know learning how structures are built and you know yeah. different types of bridges, suspension trusses, all that stuff. Yep. And um, and and we 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 won. We won the prize, wow. which was your name at the front of the class. And, no and, kidding. And wow. was yours, everyone, every kid got a certain amount of like balsa wood. Is that what yours was? Or was it different no, materials? No, we did uh, styrofoam. Oh, okay. And huh. then he had a paint can that he hung from the from the styrofoam bridge. Hmm. And then he'd pour sand in it, and it was like how much you know pressure could it gotcha. take? Gotcha. Cool. Good way to do it. Yeah. 
Clip number two, also also from Western Mass News, doing the story about the dangers of marijuana influence on drivers. And Ludlow Police Chief Daniel Volatis had this to say. That's the challenge for law enforcement is basically that you don't have, not only do you not have a roadside, uh, some type of a physical exam, you also don't have an exam that you can give afterwards, like, like a blood alcohol concentration. So no test that they can give out to, to test the OUIs on the roadways. It's a problem. Can understand that. Yeah, well, yeah. probably shouldn't be uh, driving when you're all uh, when you're all hepped yeah. up on the goofballs. Right? The, uh, the 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 people who say oh, I can drive high just fine. No, you can't. No, you think you, you cannot, can, but you can't. Yeah. Clip number three: A woman's reaction while paying her respects to Queen Elizabeth has gone viral. Here's why: It's the I think it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Even having my my children, Lily and Luca, I think this tops that. There you go. Attending the funeral of the Queen better than having her own kids, according to that woman. How do the kids feel about something like that? <laughs> right. And when you hear your mom yep. talking on television about how she feels like the Queen's death was more important than your birth, mm-hmm. I would think that Mother's Day is going to be a little <laughs> bit tense this year. Maybe no card for mom this year? Yeah, she can go build her own card. No flowers? She can go grow her own flowers. She don't deserve any of that stuff. Clip number four from a Cleveland auto mechanic who has always dreamed of becoming a doctor, and he's done it. He's made the transition from auto mechanic to physician at the age of 51. Here's Dr. Carl Allenby. Yeah, we're giving free oil changes for everybody who makes it out of the hospital well, uh, today. I was ready for a change. You know, I wanted something a little bit different for myself. I've been working on things my whole life. It's just people now instead of cars. There you go. You're going to trust Dr. Carl Allenby with your surgery after having worked on cars? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Listen, cars are complicated. Right. Almost more complicated than the human body. Yeah, I guess it makes sense in a little way. All right. Well, he had dreams. He wanted to become a banker. He was never able to become a banker. (laughs) So you're killing yourself because your dreams of becoming a banker have gone unfulfilled. You you can't live without being a banker. (laughs) Well, if I can't be a banker, I don't want to live. <laughs> well, you must be a banker. Must be a banker. Okay, we'll go with the banker story. <laughs> <laughs> it's 7.55 with back Steve and Dave. Got a special guest coming up next hour, right? Yes, some kind of author about Assassin's Creed, which we'll find out uh, because I don't really know much about it either. Perfect. Right. It's a mystery to all of us. Yeah, I have a little family story to tell about that, and we'll get to that coming up next hour and the 102-second sports next on Rock 102. New England. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 and Billy Idol with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. We might have some rain this afternoon and uh, highs in the mid-70s. You know, I uh, I don't know uh, too much about video games. And when I start talking about something uh, that I don't really know nothing about, <laughs> um, I bet you there's a certain portion of the listening population who are screaming at their radios going, Come on, Nago, what are you doing? You don't know what Assassin's Creed is? But we do have a, an author on the line who does know uh, what what Assassin's uh, Creed is, and that's uh, Kate Hartfield. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Good morning to you. Happy to be here. All right. So tell us what Assassin's Creed is <laughs> first before we talk about your book. Despite the fact it's one of the top-selling video games in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place to start. So Assassin's Creed is a, a series of video games. It's been around for 15 years now. And um, they're all set in different historical settings. And so you get to play an assassin who's a, a member of a secret 
brotherhood trying to uh, to fight for liberty and, and the common person and um, in different historical periods. Um, so uh, so my novel set in that same universe. I, I I know what this was, by the way. This is Dave, and my son Dashiell was Assassin's Creed for Halloween one year. Oh wow! Yes, the costumes are super cool. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so, so you wrote a novel about this. Is this is this is tied well, to I, the assassins? Well, group? I wanted to know if if oh. Dashiell's ever gotten beaten up at the bus stop. That's, oh, yeah, what, yeah, that's I mean, kind of what I wanted. Just to know. like his dad. Yep. I understand. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So, so what? So, what's your connection with the game? Obviously, you've 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 played, and obviously, you were into it enough to write a book about it. Tell us, tell us about your history with the game. Sure. Yeah. So I've played several of the games, and uh, my uh, partner and kid play the games as well. So our household is is a big Assassin's Creed household, uh, and uh, I've written a bunch of um, science fiction and fantasy in the past, my own work. Um, so then, when my agent said, "Oh, you know, they're looking for someone to write an Assassin's Creed novel," I thought, "Aha! That sounds perfect for me." So uh, it was lots of fun. So the 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 the, uh, the the publisher of the game itself came to you, or I mean, how did how did that work out? Sure. Uh, the so the publisher of the game is a company called Ubisoft, uh, and um, Aconite Books is the publisher of the books, and so they work together. And so my editor works for Aconite, uh, but Ubisoft was there every step of the way to you know sort of check over what we were doing and and answer any questions that we had or make sure that you know I didn't break anything in the universe while I was playing in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, was was that a legitimate danger that you may have taken this uh, <laughs> your, your artistic license a little too far? <laughs> you never know, and I'm sure the fans would have told me if I had. But uh, yeah, no, that they, they just want to make sure that you know you don't see a characters in one place when they're actually supposed to be somewhere else, or um, you know have them doing something that they would never do because you just didn't realize that uh, another piece of the storytelling had set up something differently. So it all works together. In order to not confuse the person who's really into Assassin's Creed, you don't want to go off on some tangent. Is that, is that kind of how it works? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the players, um, you know, will have a pretty good knowledge, you know, some of them of, uh, of how the characters have uh, behaved in the other games and the little pieces of the universe that all come together, the, the history of the universe. Um, so I wanted to make sure that those people uh, were satisfied with mm-hmm. the book, but also write a book that someone who'd never played Assassin's Creed could also enjoy. So trying to serve both readerships there. This is uh, author Kate Hartfield, the uh, the author of Assassin's Creed uh, Magus Conspiracy. Now, what's mm-hmm. uh, all I can think of is you you not only have to not only play the game, but you've had to go pretty far into the game to be able to decipher a plot line and then to create you know a plausible storyline on top of the game that that winds up being true to form were there any parts in the in the in the process where the where the the makers of the game said maybe you went a little too far here or maybe you need to go a little bit further in this direction was was there any i mean i know they had obviously they were involved but was there anything where they where you felt you needed to be corrected not really. Uh, I was kind of surprised, actually. I thought there might be more of that, but I think because I was, you know, right from the beginning, I was familiar with the games and uh, really wanted to, you know, honor the storytelling that had happened already in terms of the games themselves, but also, you know, there was a movie a few years ago and there are other books and, um, you know, there's a lot out there. So I wanted to make sure to 
just respect all of the work that had been done. So I think from the beginning, we worked together really well. It felt more like a collaboration. And, uh, you know, from the very beginning, when I had some ideas and, and was pitching them, uh, it was more just a sense of, well, we really like this the best, and can you bring out this part more, and this character is really cool. And uh, so it was more encouraging than correcting, I'd say. Uh, can I uh, be hired to do the uh, the voice of the book on tape for this? <laughs> <laughs> it's already done. I'm sorry to tell uh, you, there's well, already see, I, an audio book. Is yeah. it? Is it? Or is, is the narrator? Is it read in uh, like a like a deep British voice? Um, not a deep British voice, but she's got a uh, she's got a lovely accent. What, and, uh, what what's yeah, her name? She's a perfect job. What's her name? Um, Warwick Quirk. I can do a better job than she can. <laughs> All right, you ready? Ready? We'll you never... for the next here, one. Here's a, here's, yeah. a, here's a little... Uh, London, 1851, when Pierret, a daring acrobat performing at the Great Exhibition, rescues the mathematician Ada Lovelace from a gang of thugs. She becomes immersed in an ancient feud between assassins and Templars. What do you think of that? Beautiful. <laughs> See, I could have I done a way better job. Kate, you, you, you don't have to butter him up. You can tell him it stinks. <laughs> Now, you, now, you really can't. It's okay. Now, now the other thing you, you said you're, you know, being a big video game family. Are you all playing in different rooms? Yes. Yeah. Family of introverts. You know, which has been great the last <laughs> few years. So. <laughs> you know, I got I got my kid a flip phone for the first time. Uh, she just turned twelve. I got her a flip phone, and now we're texting each other when she's right upstairs. <laughs> so, do you yeah. like? Do you have the headsets on? And are you talking about? You know, when you're in the middle of this uh, dramatic video game scene you're like uh dinner's ready don't <laughs> yeah don't forget you got soccer practice in, dinner, in 20 yeah. minutes yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah we, yeah we've got the three different rooms and three different uh, computers going sometimes for sure now let me ask you this because as so, as a someone who has played the game for a good long period of time and now you've written uh, uh, the book the magus conspiracy do you still play the game after just immersing yourself in this in this universe for a while, or are you just gonna say maybe I need to go back to like Candy Crushing it for a while? <laughs> well, Candy Crush does have its place, but uh, yeah, I know I've uh, I still play the games, and you know there's so much out there that I still haven't played all of it. So um, I've played some of the games all the way through, and I'm working my way through some of the older ones now. And there's more stuff coming out, uh, and they've just announced another game coming out next year. So, uh, yeah, or actually, I'm not sure if it's next year, but it's coming out soon. Uh, so there's a lot to play, and I think I'll just continue to play because the you know the settings are also different, and the characters are are different. So you never feel like you're done. I always thought it would be cool to like write a book about the uh, the insurance assessor during Mario Kart. The, you know, the one that's assessing all the damage to the cars, mm-hmm. and then you know, you know you're upping you know Mario and Luigi's premiums just to see what would happen. Yeah, uh, that's a million-dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> She's so nice to us. Yeah, Kate, we really appreciate the fact that you're taking the time out of your busy day to talk to three idiots who know nothing about video games. Mm-hmm. All good, yeah. Uh, uh, but, but we do know a thing or two about uh, pushing books. That's, uh, that, that is for sure. Uh, Kate Hartfield is the author of Assassin's Creed, the, the Magus Conspiracy. Best of luck with the book, Kate. We hope, uh, we hope it does real well for you. Thanks so much. This has been uh, real fun to talk to you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's 818 with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. The Big Bunk and Rock 102 with Back Stephen Dave and uh, just another reason why Bax is a Massachusetts Broadcasting Hall of Famer. He follows up Canadian author Kate Hartfield with Canadian legends Rush. Look at that. Fantastic. I, I, I didn't even realize she was oh. Canadian. Hey, <laughs> I tried I to give you credit. I can't even. I can't take credit for that at all. <laughs> Damn it! Hey, by the way, if you live out in Westfield and you live on Russell Road, which is uh, Route Twenty 
uh, near Lloyd's Hill Road. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to be without water for the entire day. They're doing a lot of repairs over there, and uh, that's going to take up most of the day to, to do that. Were many of them planning on washing themselves today? Well, I mean, uh, you know, you don't really need to. Yeah, no, but you need water. Like, water's like one of those things that you need to survive. One time, I, uh, when, years ago, when I had an apartment over in West Springfield, yeah. uh, there was a water main break, and, like, brown sludgy water was coming out of the tap. It right. It was disgusting. It was like... Um, like watch it. it was like a horror film mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like watching the tubes with a gustus glove yeah so yeah. you're out in westfield today in that area you're out of luck with water mm. i can tell you um remember like a like a couple of years ago i was having a well problem at the house and we weren't getting any water we had to replace our well why don't you call aqua pump the experts on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house well that would have been a good uh, yeah. a good choice obviously mm -hmm. but uh you know they did uh, they were not available at the time but anyway uh we were without water for a couple of days mm -hmm. so you know what i did i would uh i would wake up in the morning uh and uh and drive to a 24-hour health club and shower there yeah and give the illusion that, that you... i was there to work out oh yeah. when all i was there for was to uh was to scrub myself clean well just in time for work you were walking briskly into the building there, that's like a workout yeah. for some people, yeah. right? I'd walk in there with like sweatpants yeah. and then walk out of there, there dressed for work. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the uh, the locker rooms at a gym. No, I'm not either, but but yeah. I, you know, these were desperate times. You know, I can't just, I can't come to work, you know, smelling like a, like garbage. I, I you know, I, I come in here smelling sweet as a daisy. There was a, I used to like just change. I didn't uh, take a shower at the gym because there was something weird about that. Mostly because I was usually on my way home anyway. Uh, and the shower. risk of staph infection, too. Well, yeah. uh, and there was a, this was years ago, going back uh, to a gym uh, that I was part of in Westfield, and uh, this man uh, felt that it was okay to just sit there naked uh, in the, ba in the, in the, on the, he had a towel down, but yeah. he was sitting on the towel on the bench, uh, naked, uh, texting. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, huh. can you wait till you put your clothes on to do this? Like, why do you, why do you need to do this now? Like, I don't understand. Well, that. maybe he has some very important texts to send out. Yeah, well, you know, or like a like a Twitter update. Putting to send on out. a pair, putting on a pair of pants uh, is not that hard to do. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you can't be naked in the uh, in a in a in a locker room, where yeah. can you be naked? I sure. told you, I have that big issue with my friend who doesn't wear a shirt in living room settings, even with company over. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, I got a problem with people who jog without shirts on, out there jogging in public. Oh, like, yeah. Come on, put a, you know, really? You got to be shirtless jogging? Well, like, it depends on what your physique looks like in order to run. Like, right. you wouldn't want to see a guy like me running down the street with my boobs flapping out. <laughs> no, you, know, you wouldn't. It's like a 45 hitting you in the face anyway. Right. You got to have some support there. Mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> you see a good ripped looking guy, yeah, you show it off, pal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, you know, but if you're doing it like in, say, February, yeah. you're just doing it to show off, right? Yeah, you know, put it, put something on you. Don't go because I've seen plenty of people running around in the winter time with their shirts off. Hey, you're you could stupid. You could make a statement at the award ceremony for the Massachusetts broadcasters tomorrow. Go shirtless to accept your award, huh? Dave, hey. you are full of some really fantastic ideas today. Hey, I hey. I only wish I knew about these things a week or two early <laughs> so I could prepare. Right. It's uh, 831. News is next to Rock 102. Get ready for the Barnyard's biggest sale of the year. We have the best pricing, largest inventory, and special 0% financing. 
so you can get your quality built shed, barn, or garage delivered to your home this fall. Plus, many styles of custom garages and posts and beam barns, including 17 new pre-designed packages. Visit the Barnyard at the Big E or in Ellington and Bethel for the best pricing and quality. The Barnyard, builders of quality since 1984. The Leah Hyundai buyback program is in full effect, which means your vehicle has never been worth more. Leah is paying top dollar for all trade-ins, leased, owned, or financed. Leah wants it. Trade in and trade up to a fuel-efficient new Hyundai Elantra with up to 43 MPG and backed with no-charge maintenance and America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles, and Hyundai owner assurance. Cash in with Leah Hyundai, 40 Palumba Drive in Enfield and LeahHyundaiOfEnfield.com. Leah! Signing up for a Massachusetts LTC course has never been easier. Just go to PioneerValleyArms.com. Click, sign up, and show up. It's that easy. Just go to PioneerValleyArms.com. And for all of your firearm needs, see them at 50 Shaker Road in East Long Meadow. Pro contractors use Pro Tool. Pro Tool in Springfield. Need an air compressor, a generator, a plate compactor? Pro contractors use Pro Tool. Pro Tool for pro equipment rental, ride-on floor scrapers, floor grinders and sanders. Pro contractors use Pro Tool. Concrete cutting equipment, industrial vacuums, drum rollers, excavators and front loaders. Pro contractors use Pro Tool. Pro Tool on Brookdale Drive in Springfield. Your best choice, plain and simple. Need to rent a Pro Tool? Call 732-8044. It's 8.32 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car. Whether you trade it or not, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Hey, big crowds at the Big E for opening weekend last weekend, and maybe they would have been bigger if people didn't have to wait for the train to roll through a part of West Springfield. That's according to Mayor Will Reichelt. He told Western Mass News that the railroad crossing on Front Street has been an issue for years, and people have to wait sometimes for up to an hour as trains rumble through there and the traffic piles up. And Mayor Reichelt has met with engineers to come up with a proposal to apply for a federal grant through the infrastructure bill where he would hope to build what's called a flyover on the west side of the bridge that would take you from Second and Summit and go down and around the tracks and connect to the bridge on the other side. Will the mayor be able to get this done by, say, Saturday when the big crowds come around? You just missed that deadline. He says it could be five to ten years ah. until the change would be able to be effected. About the time of his 21st birthday. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, when you make a promise like that, does that get you uh, a little bit of cachet with the voters? No. No? No. Not until you actually solve the problem and it's in place. Mm. So like ten years from now, uh, I I don't know if he'll still be mayor. Uh, you know he you know once he graduates college and he can do anything he wants. But uh, once that happens, uh, whoever is mayor then when it opens, that's the guy that's going to get credit for it. Right. That's just uh, that's what being a mayor is all about. Speaking of actions, they speak louder than words, and Springfield folks getting together to help folks in Puerto Rico suffering from the effects of. Uh, Hurricane Fiona. According to Representative Carlos Gonzalez of Springfield, it's still raining and the wind is very heavy. And he's getting together with Holyoke volunteers from the Community Emergency Response Team and uh, things like batteries, pancake mix, baby supplies, toiletries, and more are being collected, according to a news release from Holyoke Mayor Josh Garcia. The Greater Holyoke Chamber of Commerce also accepting monetary donations through Venmo at Grow Holyoke and 
Today, Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno is going to meet with New North Citizens Council Program Director Rosa Espinosa and Ward 1 City Councilor Maria Perez and the rest of his staff. They're going to brainstorm some ideas on outreach assistance for the folks from Puerto Rico. Good news there. Also, Mayor Sarno is not going to like the new flying bicycles that can go 62 miles per hour, especially if they arrive in Springfield. They could be a way for those dirt bikers to cause even greater havoc. It's the North American Auto Show in Detroit going on right now where they introduce the new <coughs> flying hover bikes. They're called X Turismos, and they cost about $770,000. But they're already being used overseas. They're on sale in Japan and not considered to be an aircraft because a pilot not required to fly it. So average citizens can fly right. these flying bikes. So I'm looking at the uh, at the video of this now, okay, and it looks like it's a lot of fun. But it's got it's got uh, propellers on it, three of them, like one in the back, two in the front. No, two, excuse me, two in the back, two in the front. How do you not slice somebody in half by by riding past somebody on this? Yeah, it's like a Vic Morrow situation waiting to happen, right? Oh, Vic Morrow, or I'm thinking like uh, like uh, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where like Harrison Ford is beating up that big muscle headed guy right. at the airport, yep. and the guy all of a sudden turns around, and boom! All yep. of a sudden, the propeller, propeller from the plane. Yep. Yeah, he's he's chopped like uh, up like a like a charcuterie. <laughs> How do you how do you not uh, slice somebody into a million pieces like this? Good points. I don't know. I, I don't think this is safe. But I, you know, I I've been dreaming about this for years. I've been saying it. I've said it on the show. Love to do a flying car. I I would take the flying hover bike. Although the cost is going to be a bit prohibitive. I think. Oh come on! What are you talking about? Eh, you're five a, years from now, it'll be down to six hundred thousand. Yeah, I guess. You're, you're a single guy with mm-hmm. uh, money to burn. Yeah. You're a man about town. I'm mm-hmm. sure you could afford something like this. Maybe get a loan for it. Who knows? Whatever. Hey, avoid Champo Road in Brimfield. It's been closed after a tree fell across the street, taking wires down with it. And according to the Brimfield Police, National Grid is responding, but it could be a while till the issue is fixed. Also, surrounding towns near Brimfield affected. Motorists advised to avoid that area and seek alternative routes. An executive of a vegan food products company has been charged with felony battery. The COO of Beyond Meat, you know, one of them fake hamburger deals, Doug Ramsey, accused of biting off a portion of a guy's nose outside a college football game over the weekend between Arkansas and Missouri State. I get your nose. (laughs) That isn't funny, Ernie. A police report saying the 53-year-old Ramsey, again, the COO of Beyond Meat, attacked another man. And bit part of his nose off. Now, isn't uh, isn't the human nose, the human uh, schnoz, a piece of meat itself? Yeah. I mean, I know it's just cartilage. It's mostly gristle. But nevertheless, you're mm. putting meat into your mouth after making a fortune of of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of, of creating something that doesn't have meat in it. Yeah. I wouldn't buy stock in Beyond Meat right now is what you're saying, right? Well, it just seems to me that uh, maybe the COO should be replaced by someone who is... Less uh, carnivorous. Hey, you got his nose in your mouth. No, it's not. Ah! <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me just get that. that, that. There you go. Oh, delay. Yes. Apparently, the argument stemmed from a road rage, road rage incident where this other man who had a portion of his nose bitten off tried to inch in front of Doug Ramsey in a parking garage and made slight contact with the wheel of Ramsey's SUV. 
You know, you think about this. Mm-hmm. You're biting into a man's nose. Remember squirt gum from the 70s? Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet this is much like the very same. <laughs> when you like, bite into the nose. Like when you get into that, that gooey center. Oh. That's what I'd be afraid of when I'm biting somebody's uh, nose off. That has <laughs> a nickname to it that we can't say on the radio. <laughs> Is that one of those Cleveland Steamer kind of things? No, from- no, no, no. It's worse. It's, uh, <laughs> it rhymes with gum. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, let's right. just say arrival gum. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. ah yeah. yes. I, yep. Yeah. That's about a week's worth of arrival in there. <laughs> yeah, there's two words that rhyme together, right? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, good luck <clears throat> to the COO of Beyond Meat. Doug Ramsey. Hey, a 51-year-old guy in Missouri, so this is the same state of the union. Missouri's very popular today. This guy named Jeremy Garner was arrested a while back after he dressed up as the Joker from Batman and live-streamed threats to bomb and kill people. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. actually, there's a lot wrong with that. He claims it was ha, ha, just a prank. He said, I, I was in character. Everybody knew it was a joke, and I had I had no intentions of following through with the threat. Yeah, everybody except the people that took you seriously. Exactly, including the cops, Bax. They took it seriously. Oh, and by the way, Jeremy had previously served more than 20 years in prison for robbing a credit union back in the 1980s. Well, that'll teach you. Not dressed as a Batman villain at that time. So, he's got some issues. You know, it, it, just because you're you know, dressed up in a costume doesn't mean you're not threatening to somebody. Mm-hmm. Just, a, just a thing. And a UK television channel is getting mixed feedback regarding its decision to play the Emoji movie instead of the Queen's funeral. By the way, they're still showing footage as the Queen is being like lowered into, I think it's called the Royal Vault. Is that what it is? She's only the second no. person ever to be entombed in that area. Right. But the TV station didn't play the funeral and instead played the Emoji movie, and critics are going crazy. And they're getting some support as well. Well, one, that's a terrible movie. And then two, you know, this is the biggest news story that, uh, that Great Britain's had in months. Mm-hmm. You got to go with it. You got to go with the, with the Queen's funeral. I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, there's nothing else to talk about. You know why yeah. not? Uh, why not just do all about the Queen, twenty four hours a day? That's what that's royal what we, TV. That's what we would do here in the states. If one of the Kardashians, God forbid, were to, mm-hmm. to pass on, you got to believe we would be doing the same thing. Every channel would be covering it. It's on BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three, BBC Four, BBC Five. <laughs> but BBC Six is running the emoji. That's movie. the one that you want to win, right? Yes. How about BBC Ocho? What do they got? Uh, they're running the Queen's funeral, but completely in Spanish. Hey, there's a niche. Well, it's, I mean, you're you're in Europe. There's a lot of different a uh, lot of different languages being spoken in that continent. Good idea. Eight forty two with back Stephen Dave on Rock one hundred two. If you're in Rock one hundred two, Springfield's classic rock. It's eight forty nine. And Collective Soul with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Uh, sunshine right now. Doesn't look like it's going to rain later, but there's a 40 to 50% chance of it coming in in the afternoon hours after the clouds kind of roll in late this morning. I sent you guys this TikTok video uh, of a guy uh, trying to do a drive off a tee. Is yeah. it a tee? Yeah, uh, right. It's in the tee box, but the, yeah. the tee off. And uh, right behind him, there's a, there's a doe and a buck. Yeah. And the doe is uh 
making the buck very happy. Servicing the buck? Servicing the buck. How much did it cost? I don't know. He was under a buck. Oh! oh that's the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild what animals will do in yeah. front of humans uh, while they're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when something like that happens on the golf course, and you know, I, I don't know every rule of golf. I mean, I've played my share of golf, but uh, I don't know what the, the ruling is. Can you play through? I mean, does that uh, constitute, say, like a hazard? I guess it might be. Yeah. Well, you, know, you, got, you see, you got your birdie and you got your eagle. Right. And this would be... <laughs> That's a spread eagle. Uh, you there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a- antelope, uh, you, you need love, too. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there comes a time when, uh, you know, a deer, a buck just has a has needs. It reminds me of my favorite Christmas joke. What's that? What do all the, uh, the female reindeer do on Christmas Eve when the reindeer go out with Santa Claus? What's that? They go into town and blow a few bucks. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Just like the dudes yeah, on the golf course yes, are doing. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you know, it, this is a great video of this golfer trying to tee off with the uh, sexual activity going on in the background. There's something called the back off challenge right now. Have you seen these videos where no. pro golfers are on the tee and they're about to tee off in, a, in like a, a real event and their buddies, the other pro golfers, are trying to distract them by like trash talking them. It's fantastic. And usually the guy's end up cracking up and they can't tee off yeah but this isn't happening in like actual tournaments right uh it is in on the live tour and that's what makes <laughs> the live tour so fun to watch right yeah. now is because they the golfers are in shorts it's a little more casual yep. and they're trash talking each other while the golf is well going i mean on. that's i mean that's like you know regular golf and like regular dudes yes! play yes but but at least there's a uh you know there's a uh uh there's some, there are some manners that uh, that are involved in golf. Like you, like you wouldn't screw with somebody on a backswing. Yeah. Or would you? Right. But look, this is what the live tour is all about. A little more casual, a little more like the average golf that we all play. Speaking of sex at the golf course, we had a guy that lived on the golf course back in uh, Syracuse area when I was there, and apparently somebody went into his place one time when he wasn't there because it's like right off the second hole. And they went into his closet and they found all sorts of sex toys in there, but mm. but they were they were sex toys that would be used on a man. And okay, this guy was not at least that we thought of not that that kind of guy. But now then he developed a reputation. He was also and, the least liked guy at the golf club. By well, the way, I mean you know I mean I, you know, <laughs> everyone's got their own thing. I, I guess. Mean, yeah, what's what's so well, wrong about that? Well, I don't know. I'm more interested in this dough. That's going after this buck over here. <laughs> hey, that's Blow Cheeks Kabloosh over there. <laughs> she's quite the gal. <laughs> she's got. She's watch out where that drop of golden sun may you be. You should see the juicy hobnocker she's got right there, pal. <laughs> Little slurping turtle action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is part of our ecosystem. <laughs> Taste my raindrops, Kabu. <laughs> <laughs> Hope uh, I ruined that for her. Yeah, no, you yeah. Def- you definitely did. Yeah. Hey, uh, villain of Fulatana. <laughs> nice transition there, back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. North Main Street in East Long Meadow getting ready for their Lobster Fest, which is actually going on right now. That's what they, she was having. The butt. That, yeah, at least Lobster Fest. <laughs> a lot of drawn butter out of that. Oh thing. yeah. Anyway, uh, you can enjoy everything lobster at Lobster Fest at Villa Napolitana. Tenth caller right now at two nine three one zero two one. We got a fifty dollars gift card on the line that could be yours. Uh, again, 293-1021. Good luck 
to you. It's back, Steve and Dave. Hey, the- Bambi, want a bone smooch? <laughs> <laughs> On Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game.